0: my lovelies these are going to be your scorpio season messages for cancer hello cancer no intro to this one so we're getting stuck right in but there is an outro so stick around for that i did try sitting for your reading yesterday um and what i realized as soon as i pulled the cards was i was doing it to get the readings done i never ever sit for a reading in that energy not even client readings um it's it's an I don't do justice to the messages when I'm in that space. So you're the first one of today. Let's see what we've got for you. That one. It's interesting because you got this, a similar kind of pausing message yesterday um, when I had pulled the cards, but you got, you didn't get this card, but from the magic of you deck, there's a pause card in that. That's what you got. So you got winter, the sacredness of pausing. I know why. I have a lot of Cancer um, clients, people that I work with. I know that energy a lot. One of the things that I will say to you um, is with everything that's happening in the world at the moment, right? And think about Cancer energy. So, if you I mean, if you're watching this video, um, your sun, moon rising, I don't know. Um, you've got a lunar eclipse happening in your 11th house, which makes Scorpio your 5th. I think with there's very heightened emotions. When there's heightened emotions collectively, I think Cancer feels that you've heard me say this plenty of times, right? That collectively we've we've done a version of Aries, of Taurus, of Gemini. We're kind of stuck on Cancer. Like we don't know what to do with our feelings, right? So there can be this... Just make sure your feelings are your own. And I know, especially people that are empathic, what can happen is that um it feels like it's too much right it feels like it's too much the energies around and you may not be experiencing this you may be a um, high level finely tuned you know help from your rest of your chart energy around this you know with cancer energy so good on you so this is for those that and, and that's not a bad thing I'm not saying this as in you're weak and you haven't figured this out I'm saying that is par for the course when you have cancer energy where you pick up a lot. And even if you're not picking up a lot, right, if you think, oh, I'm fine, um, be mindful of where you've penned yourself in because then we can just block everything else out. And, you know, that can lead to its own problems or we've just blocked everything out. It's it's how do we feel what's going on outside of us? And I think Cancer's very good at that, you know, is able to do that. If you remember when I, if you listen to it, I did the, a Mercury talk, this was back in Gemini season, looked at mercury through the signs and you may not have mercury in cancer but one of the things that i said was that mercury in cancer knows right they can pick up the feelings of others what care is needed here so does the person need a hug do they need to be left alone do they need a sandwich right you know that that can come about um there's a psychologist i think his name is paul bloom i may be getting that wrong um but he he's against empathy where he thinks he doesn't think empathy is all it's uh, made out to be um, and I th- I know what he means by that when he talks about empathy he means when we just feel what others feel and the example that he gives is if your therapist was just purely empathic right so they felt how you felt then they would just be locked in the same feeling as you they wouldn't have the distance to be able to say oh, okay well this is how we move forward." From they would just sit there crying with you right or be upset with you or feel your pain And I think, especially in Scorpio season, cancer, trust that you have that ability to, yes, be able to feel it, but also to be able to know what care is needed. Right. What do we need to do here? It isn't just protect yourself by walling yourself off from feelings. And I know that can sometimes seem like the the only solution. If it's really intense, of course, pause, right? That's where this pause is coming up. But I'll read that card in a moment. Let's get you one from the magic of you. Whoa. Wow. All right. This theme's coming up for everyone. And I I know why. Um, Because I think it's time for us collectively to make peace with our past. So as individuals, we must do that too. But this is Avenoir, make peace with the past. Right, right, let's have a little read of this. It's much easier said than done, right? But I think we're being helped to do that at the moment. This is what Winter says. The sacredness of pausing. Lightly our step, for the earth falls asleep. A lullaby to rest and pause. The soul's secret to keep. Death is frightening, even though, or perhaps because, it is inescapable. However, as we move into Winter, we know it signals a literal and metaphysical death. In some parts of the planet, the extreme weather means snow and ice buries all life, and the ground lies fallow and still. In winter, the earth slows down and there is less light and often more wet weather. Many plants die back, many animals are less active, and traditionally, it was a leaner, more difficult time for those who worked on the land for their living. Winter often brought with it the end of a life cycle, a figurative or literal death. Should the winter card appear to you, it's time to let what no longer serves you die away. So you see the theme that's coming up here, where it seems natural and right to let things that have been bothering you for some time die back. Take real action to change those things. Anything is anything that is superfluous, extra, and burdensome. Release it. That's very Ten of Wands energy there. So we see this theme of letting it die away, and think about yeah, real take take real action. I, for me personally, and it may not work for you, and it may not be the thing for you, but when I have this kind of thing, and I've got some of this going on in my own life, I think we all have, we all have this thing about leaving the past behind, past habits, um, even situations, people, whatever, then if we're kind of ruminating over that again and again and again, right, then that isn't really releasing it. I think the best way to do this is to focus on what we can do, what does give us life. Right, that's the Ace of Wands, and th- that's the solution to the Ten of Wands, is to drop that the burden and to focus on the One Wand, the eight because the Ten leads to the, to the to the. In fact, within the Tens of the suits, we have the Ace appearing like one zero, so it we start to feel that okay, I need to just have one passion to get rid of all of this. I need to focus on one passion with that. Let's have a little read of Avonar. It's number one. I don't think anyone else has gotten this this is what it says so avenir make peace with your past the rower sitting in her boat can only see from where she has come the rower sitting in a boat can only see from where she has come as she surges forward when avenir presents it's time to gain perspective and an understanding of the role your past has played in the direction you are heading today are you able to appreciate the beauty of where you have come from and let that guide you into the future? Or are you focused on problems, mistakes and disappointments and letting them forge your direction? As you strike out in the pursuit of more, Avenoir reminds you to contemplate that more will never be meaningful and fulfilling until you truly embrace and unconditionally appreciate where you have come from in all its purifying pain and gentle glory. Aven- that's beautiful, right? Purifying pain and gentle glory. Avonroir is a healing card. It's time to make peace with your past. The girl in Avonroir emerges from her journey along a dark stormy sea, her hair still bearing the waves she rode as she was guided into this moment by her past. She trusts her gut. The tree of her life grows from her core experiences. Radiant and brave, she confidently faces an unknown future. It's very judgment card. Uh, by anchoring herself in the present moment. In doing so, she embraces her life's journey without judgment. She does not regret the past, nor fear its weight or her legacy. She has turned to see see it for what it is, in es- to see it for what it is essential for her growth. As you face your challenges today, embrace your past. Climb high, be brave and bold. Unconditionally, the past lifts you up. The tree of life is yours to climb. Trust it. Beautiful. So, I mean, that may be what the pause is for, right? So think about winter. Um, This happens to me in summer, um, but I'm not a huge fan of summer, right? So I know a lot of people don't like winter. Some people like winter. I know there's a lot of people like me as well. But there's a point in, it's usually around August, right? Beginning of August or end of July, where it's really hard to remember that it was ever cold like this year it didn't happen it was very hot in London but it's very difficult to remember that it will be cooler there it will be darker it will you know all the stuff that I find comforting and that eases me um in the brightness of in the middle of summer it's really difficult to remember that that's also the time for me like that end of July um beginning of like leo season beginning of leo season it's difficult for me to also because it's my eighth house transit that happens then so this may be you know in the middle of winter it can be difficult to remember that there were ever sunny times that it was ever warm it just feels like it's always going to be cold and dark and damp you know whatever it is that that you feel around that and i'm talking about seasons but obviously i'm talking about energy as well but in a way this speaks to acceptance of the present moment, right, in that this is where I am right now, that I can long for a summer, I can long for better times, or I can keep regretting or reminiscing over that which has been lost, but it doesn't change where I am right now, and that's ultimately the judgment card right it and that is a releasing of the past is you may have been going for a re- review, you may have been looking back over. What's been i mentioned it in the outro of this video where uh, i've been reflecting a lot on gratitude all that i've got to be grateful for that the people that have supported me um and it's easy right when you start thinking about the people that supported you you also start to think of the people that don't right that you know that i don't know they didn't intentionally not support you but you know the it feels fickle it can feel fickle to you that you know someone just disappeared or they just were rude to me or you know whatever but the focus for me has remained very much on those that have supported me so think about this whatever has led you to where you are right now right this feels very judgment make have a review of it why is that because Scorpio is your fifth house there is a dark an extra I mean Scorpio seasons can get very intense and very dark And this, there's an extra intensity and darkness around this Scorpio season. Um, And I'm not talking astrologically, I'm talking from what I've picked up. Right? Now, the fact that I'm picking it up means that I must be willing to go there or I wouldn't be able to see it, right? Or I wouldn't be able to feel it. So that means I'm looking at my own darkness and intensity and all the rest of it. So, we are making... Sacredness of pausing, all right let's see what the cards have to say around all this, make peace with your past that's what judge the judgment card is, it's um and it's been coming up in energy if not literally, I haven't really seen the judgment card and I, maybe that's because it'll come up in Sag season when we are being reborn, right? But that's what judgment says. I mean, think about the judgment card. It's kind of biblical. It's it's a it's judgment day. And think about on judgment day, right, when the dead rise up to be judged. There's nothing you can do at that point. That's what judgment says. That, w- yes, there's a life review. That's, yes, you look back, but you can't go back and change it you know everyone did the best that they could with what they knew in that moment whether we've done the best that we you know whether it's been amazing what we did you know or whether it was a net positive or a net negative right our, our life up until that point there's nothing we can do at that point and that's why we turn To face the future without fear, that's why we leave, we understand it's a second chance at life now, that we get to live a new life, we get to do something differently as we move forward. We can have regrets, we can have longing for the past, um, but ultimately it is about facing our future without fear. I mean, think about that, the phoenix rising out of the ashes. The phoenix may think, oh, God, like, you know, I don't want to get burnt up again and can be then, then paralysed. What do I do? I don't want to end up back there. And in some ways, we will always end up back there, Right. Alright, lovelies, let's see, bottom of the deck, we have the Empress Sorry, we have the Emperor, not the Empress, the Emperor and the Knight of Wands A Lot of fire coming in there I mean, makes sense, It is your 10th house in the North, Is it We have the Three of Wands The High Priestess The Page of Wands The King of Cups, alright the Seven of Swords, okay. So, I mean, think about what I just described about the Phoenix, right? And it how it lives, even though it's been reborn, if it spends its life thinking about, um, I don't want to burn again. Right? So Seven of Swords, the advice here, just leaping straight ahead, spoiler alert, is what am I trying to avoid, right? What am I trying to avoid? And it could be something that's happened in the past, it could be what has been lost. It could be, you know, whatever, you know, of making the same mistake again, all of that stuff. But with the Seven of Swords here, it, this is about avoidance. This is about, you know, I don't want to have to deal with that, especially with our emotions. This is a moon card, right? And you guys are ruled by the moon. It's the moon in Aquarius, the Seven of Swords. So it's where emotionally we don't want to feel something, right? We we I don't want to feel that again. I don't want to feel that loss i don't want to feel that sadness i don't want to feel what's going on on out in the world i don't want to have to deal with people's emotions anger upset whatever i don't want to but how much of that is determining um how you move forward right these are decisions and choices that are made from a place of avoidance i don't want to whereas we and what i said i don't know who i said this to maybe it's aquarius but The I don't want to of the Seven of Swords, what does it turn into of the I can't? We forget that the I can't, so I can't do that, my hands are tied. That it actually began, the seed for that began with the things that we were trying to avoid. So that's the Eight of Swords I'm talking about. So so it's very important to, we can nip it in the bud here with the Seven of Swords. Now, why? If we've looked forward, let's look at what led to the Seven of Swords, the Six of Swords. We left behind conflict. And that's why he always runs off with the Five Swords, right? Has he got seven in this one? Yeah, in this one he has got seven. But traditionally, um, the guy runs off with five swords and leaves behind two, which is the conflict, right? And runs off with the five, which is the victory, like just leaves with five swords. And so there's this thing of, you remember the conflict of the Five of Swords. You remember the blind ambition, you know, whether you were the one that was the, the, the one who who won, right? No one's a clear winner in the Five of Swords, who did what was necessary to get out of the situation. Um, and so you could move away from conflict. Or, and conflict isn't usually an argument. It's usually your inner conflict. Even an outer conflict is the expression of inner conflict. And so in the Seven, we don't want to go back there. But it reminds us, right, Seven of Swords, that where you say, I don't want to, it's going to turn into I can't. And when you get to I can't Eight of Swords, then it's going to turn into the Nine of Swords, right, where you're afraid of everything that comes about. But really that the seeds of the Nine of Swords and the Ten of Swords, they're born here with what we avoid. So it has repercussions. So this how would this person know what to avoid? Because they're basing it on their past, which is the Five of Swords. That's basically your reading, but let's go through this. Okay. The High Priestess in the pub. Which, that's the moon, that's the moon. So this is what you do with your emotions. The High Priestess feels it all, knows it all. Now, with the High Priestess coming up here, and the King of Cups coming up here, and I'm going to say this. I wonder if... If there'd been two high priestesses in this deck, if they would have come up both um, in the same place. Because they've got a similar message and what they have in common is their emotions give them great uh, power, great knowledge, right? It comes from their emotions. And so with the high priestess, she's the keeper of all secrets. She's She's the teacher of the occult, of the hidden, of the unknown. Um, She represents the moon, she represents intuition She represents that gut feeling of what we know, right? Um, So you've got her in the past, but she represents the moon And then you've got this moon uh, in expression of the opposite We don't want to feel coming up from the Seven of Swords So your advice is around that, it's around your feelings It's around wanting to feel certain stuff and not wanting to feel other stuff Right, the Four of Swords here I haven't said this. I mean that's I think this is the Halloween tarot. This is the Rackham Tarot, if anyone's wondering. Let's see what the Emperor has. Wow. Knight of Wands and the Page of Pentacles. Here's the Five of Swords, exactly this. You know what I said about this, all that that came through? That is your message of this reading, because you've got the Five of Swords that comes up here, the focus, right? So think about this, right? If we're at the Seven of Swords, this is the conflict that's happened in the past. This is wherever there's been conflict, wherever you've been uncomfortable, wherever you've had inner conflict, but this person is looking to the future, but looking to the future from a place of what? Of conflict, of ambition, of a blow to the ego. Because that's what the Five of Swords represents. It's I always see it as a minor. So a lot of the the cards I used to work like this when I first started. This is how I understood the cards. There's a major arcana version of it. But everything that happens on a major level has a minor version of it. So, for example, the five of swords for me is like the tower, in that it's a blow to the ego. The three of swords is the death card; it's a minor kind of version because it does symbolise that kind of grief and loss and change, of um, transformation. You know, like you know, it's heartache, loss. Now, I love when the three of swords and the four of swords comes up. Well, you got the look at this. You got the three of swords, four of swords, five of swords. So we are at that seven. Let's see Sick is the past This, I mean, I feel like your message has already been done But let's see what this one is Rear cups, okay I mean it makes sense You have um the lunar eclipse You're releasing in your eleventh So you're embracing in your fifth That's the strength card Oh bloody hell What am I flying It's the nine of wands That may be that feeling of I'm tired of being strong I'm tired of being um, the one. I mean Look at this So this is 21 This is the world The world's been coming up quite a bit I understand It's that trying to Saturn I think this has been the loudest um, Saturn retrograde that I've felt in a very long time. Usually when Saturn goes um, retrograde, it can go very quiet, but not, not in Pisces it hasn't been. It's the devil. That one was sticking out, so I'll take it. It's the chariot, it's you guys. what this Seven of Swords has to say. The Ten of Cups. All right, lovely. The High Priestess again. The Five of Wands. I love this because it it is. It it's not asking you to completely change it's not saying you're doing anything wrong right it's honing it it's it's rather than pushing it away or even pulling it towards you right it's that push pull it's seeing it from a perspective that brings you to life right because think about it just because the world outside gets cold and dark and you know the leaves tend to mulch and everything dies away we don't die in winter what are the what do we do then we don't go sit in the garden in the cold or you might do I don't know but we might light a fire we might might eat warm food you know what is it that nourishes us and brings us to life how do we take care of ourselves maybe we need to take out our jumpers right that I mean that's what you're doing with the energy using a very basic example but that's what you're doing with the energy so here we've got This is not talking I'm going to say that straight away Because And this might be last week Last month Last year Whenever this was The high priestess Is a gut feeling The high priestess Is our intuition Here's the thing With the high priestess though You know There's no card That's all good Or all bad And What comes up with, With the high priestess Is that she can be very passive Just lost in her emotions Just lost in her feelings Just lost in her intuitions Um Consider this, it would be the tarot card reader who sits there pulling cards and, and knows what's coming up, right? Knows the energies, honing her, her spiritual beliefs, Her, her theory, but she doesn't talk about it. You know, personally, at uh, me as a reader, <clears throat> I know I've improved because I've made a deal with the universe, which is, you know, I, I'll be there, I'll learn, I will integrate all of the lessons into my own life. But the deal is that I share it. I, I share the messages. So that's just an example of her as that intuitive, if it's your career or something. <clears throat> Excuse me. But there's a time for that, right? So this is all in the feeling. But with the Four of Swords, it's we pause. That's the pause. So have you had a pause? Are you coming out of this pause? The, that could be another theme for you. Because when, when we're talking about the sacredness of pausing, this that doesn't this illustrate that? The sacredness, the high priestess of pausing, four of swords. So, what did you discover if you've already had a sacred pause? And you just went through a fourth house transit, right? With um the uh, with the sun and the south node in Libra. So now what? What are we doing now? And here we've got the Emperor. So this is that thing of like this is who I am, right? This is the power that I have. I talk about the pa- I talk about power in the outro. So I will. I'll just mention it a little bit here, but you'll hear it there as well. In that, real power is silent, right? And, and I don't mean like it's silent. It's it just power. It just is. It doesn't mean we sit feeling empowered in our house. It means that you move through the world, um, Empress, Aries, with that power. <clears throat> you you know that. Now the point that I make at the the end of this video in the in the outro. I I, re- I relate a scene from Buffy and you might have watched it because I shared it on the Discord server. Um, and in the scene from Buffy, it's where every, like the Watcher's Council has showed up. And, you know, it's when she's fighting this god called Glo- Glory. And Glory comes and talks to her and tells her, you're a bug. I could squash you. I could squish you because she wants the key from Buffy because Buffy has had the key given to her. And the Watcher's Council comes and they're saying you need us right We're, w- You have to pass these tests And then we'll let you back in Because she hasn't been working with the Watchers Council For some time And then there's another group of people That are coming to attack her And you know um, take her out Because she's And what Buffy realises you know, So she's nervous thinking what the hell like, overwhelmed, She has this, this epiphany Where she realises Would all of these people be, would, they, would they be bothering with me If I didn't have power you know, if I didn't have some kind of power, why would this God come into, why wouldn't she just squash me? Why would the Watchers Council be here giving me the opportunity to come back in? Because they need me. I have the power, not everyone else. I have the power. Consider that in your life at the moment. It can be difficult, I know, because you've got the Nine of Wands down here. So that that's almost like, you know, I'm tired of my power. But I would invite you to reconsider what you think your power is. You've got the, the knight of wands with this, which means, you know, the emperor knight was the, that's fire. That's the, an, ability, an, an, a, an ability to express this to act in a certain way, to create in a certain way. You know this, you're coming in with this, right? This is who I am and this is an expansion of who you are, an ex- a different expression of who you are. I'm going to say this, this is way less quiet than this. This is the pause, this is active energy. This is speaking to different people, showing up in a different way, engaging in a different way, creating in a different way, seeing it as an adventure, Everywhere you look, every adventure you go on, anything you discover you find yourself there, right you find yourself there so you have you have this emperor here, and with the emperor comes up the three of swords, so what is being revealed here or has been revealed is you've been exploring all this stuff you know it doesn't matter what you do right it doesn't it doesn't matter where you, what you do, where you go um In fact, that's the beauty of trying different things, trying on different hats, trying on different identities, trying. If you're self-aware, you will see the same thread showing up in each, you will see the same story coming up in each. So here's what I would suggest to you from the past here and this underlying energy is this healing, right? So we see a kind of healing energy. Wasn't one of these cards, Avanoir is a healing card. I said this to your opposite sign, Capricorn, as well. That say you've got I don't know a cut or something, and you've been using a balm on it, right? Once that cut is healed, right, to keep putting balm on that leg doesn't heal you anymore. It is not going. You're not going to be more healed, right? Keeping the the cast on the broken leg for longer after the leg is healed, fixed, right? It's healed. It doesn't make your log. Uh, it doesn't make your leg any stronger. At some point it starts to make your leg weaker, right? You get muscle atrophy and all that kind of stuff. So there is this thing of exploring different things, like, you know, moving forward, rather than cutting things out, you're exploring in a different way. You're trying different things. You're creating in a different way. And yet you may notice the same story that comes up. That yes, you may have healed it in one area, but the Seven of Swords says, did you heal it or did you avoid it? Because when we have the three of swords, these are, this is like a background programming These are swords that show up all the time uh, We have them in our hearts, right? We we have those three swords in our heart And there will be people in situations that trigger, so they move the sword and we feel the pain right? Removing that person from our life doesn't remove the sword from our hearts Now, this is a lot deeper, the Scorpio season and a lot more complex than I could ever hope to convey in words. And uh, hopefully you know exactly what I'm going into. Because none of this, it's not as simple as, oh, you just avoided it. Right? You That is didn't. That is not, that is not what is going on here. This shows a, a heightened, like a spiritual practice. This can be meditation. This is very much going within to to know what you know. And you do know it. Right, to feel what you feel, to listen to your intuition. And some, you know, that's like um, what do they call that? A monvad, right? Which is a silent retreat where you don't speak. You it's um you don't speak for whatever, whatever amount of time you are going on the fast, right? The sound fast, as it were. So monvad. Um, it can be that. And yet when you re- that's the hermit, when you remove yourself from everything and it still comes up. It's it's within us. It's not just because of a person, situation, or thing. So hopefully you have been doing this knight of wands, going on these adventures, creating in different ways, trying different things, broadening your horizons, looking in different areas. And yet with those three swords, it's still there. Even though, and I say this because the four of swords is a healing of that. It's where we've removed those three swords um, in some ways. Now, with this Knight of Wands what has been refined through that process is what you value the core of what you value now what we value is not what we try to avoid does that make sense um in in fact so say for example if i say i value honesty right i value honesty but i avoid situations where the honesty hurts me right and we all do that i've done that in my then do i value honesty or do i actually value a peaceful like this like just to feel at peace with with whatever and that wouldn't be a value i think that's more a state of being so that's i mean i know it's a, that's a lot to take in but that that's that's, that's what you're coming in with and that's what that's maybe did that happen in your fourth house transit how long has this been going on for right um so there's a deep awareness here there's something that a cycle that you may have thought you closed out right um which is actually getting closed out now this Saturnian energy here let's have a look at over here so this is your focus three of Wands. now focusing to the future um you've taken some steps right ace of wands came before this two of wands came before this you've gone in a different direction you've tried different things the knight of wands very much affirms that now you're thinking right what 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 are my expectations? What do I want out of this situation? What do I want from my future as I go forward? What is it that comes up from this? Well, you have the Five of Swords here, which is you definitely, again, right? I don't want conflict. I don't want conflict. And, and that doesn't mean you're not willing to argue. That's not what it means, right? The conflict that the Five of Swords talks about, it's the conflict that costs us. It's the conflict where there is no real resolution. It can be fighting for the sake of fighting with the Five of Swords. It can be seen as being selfish. It can be where we're jealous, right? Or some people are jealous of us. So you very much get this energy, but it ultimately it's a blow to the ego. Now, why is that significant with the Five of Swords coming up here? Because you've just established the Emperor one ego identity, or maybe several ego identities, but it's that thing of I know who I am, right? But the Five of Swords will challenge that. So as you go forward hopefully like you're you're thinking this thing of no I know who I am there is no challenge to it like I can face whatever challenges come up from this because I've already done that six of cups that's that's beautiful and more power to you if you're going forward with that energy it's to do with how you show up how you feel three of cups comes up here now just to kind of leap ahead for a moment the Three of Cups is turning into the Three of Pentacles. The Five of Swords is turning into the Five of Wands. And what does that mean? In the Three of Cups, this is loving, supportive energy. This is everyone shows up, which however they're feeling, right? And there's a peace that's been made around this. And this is with, I, I know this is Taurus. This is uh, You've had a lot going on in your 11th house anyway, right? With um uranus going through there with um jupiter in there so there's a lot of things that heighten but something ends there around how you work with other people and i think it's to do with what you wanted from that so that could be your friends group that could be organizations that you're a part of it's how you create the future three of wands very literally 11th house energy coming up here but with the six of cups this is that this is that Leaving the past be or or even that make peace with your past Six of cups says that That you know that to make, make peace with my past and to face forward But there's an emotional requirement almost When we get the three of cups Like it must feel good We must all be emotionally supportive That's not what the three of pentacles says That's not what Capricorn says The three of pentacles So this is the cancer card The, the um three of cups is mercury it's mercury and cancer there we go what we all need right but the three of um pentacles three of cups is mercury in cancer three of pentacles is mars in in capricorn it's much more active it's like well hey yeah you know we can understand each other talk and do whatever but with this this is where we actually work together and they don't always get on like somebody may be the emotional part of it mind body and spirit right with the three of pentacles we build it strong together it takes all kinds to build this strong together it, there is compromise that is required it doesn't always feel good to work with others or to come together um or the groups that we work with but that's why we remember our purpose we remember why we're doing this um You got the three of cups The three of I mean you got all the Did you get Yeah you did You got all the threes guys This is the pivotal turning point in your life Threes for me are Creating for the future It's interesting that I call the emperor The empress as well She's three Uh, That's Venus energy But there is that sense of Right Where am I What am I creating for the future What is the stories that I have about the future And how much are they dictated by the past Excuse me because you got all the threes in this. And um, the focus is on the Three of Wands and the Three of Cups, which is creative energy that feels good, that's emotionally supportive. But what we're coming in from is a pain painful story, Three of Swords, and what we're moving towards is where we are able to bring all kinds of people together. So the cerebral person with the emotional person, with the spiritual person, because it takes all kinds to build this. And that's how we move. I mean, that's the chariot says that as well, that we, the head and the heart work together to move forward. Now, over here, we have the page of wands. Um, And the page of wands is much more lighthearted. So this feels very, like, really complex and nuanced and i'm telling you even i've spent so long going over it i have way overly simplified this right especially the way it's shown up in your life and it may be something that's been there at the periphery like you've not even been able to voice it because i bloody was challenged to voice it in words so you it's but you feel it you know it's the high priestess you feel this within yourself so here now with the page of wands this is what brings you this is the spark. This is the candlelight. This is that whatever you have burning there that's going to keep you warm through this winter that you find yourself in. Where does that come from? From having the courage to look within yourself at your own nature. This is not about other people, right? Not really. Um, because think about that. If this, it's five, it's the fifth house and the eleventh house, which if you look at, you know, Leo, Leo's card, fifth house and the eleventh house. What do I bring to the table? Now, think i think that's a theme for everyone and even with the power stuff right if it's that thing of um what's the example i give in the outro of so say governments right we can keep you safe we will keep you safe right that is to deny your power emperor it, this the understanding how can i contribute to this how do i keep myself safe you know safe is a really bad word um because it denotes i mean it's a very cancer word four thousand so i get it but this is what strength do i have what courage do i have it's a spark it's a light it's the the thing of like this very disempowering now i can come and light your house up i can come and give you warm food but with strength and the page of wands it's well where do I have a spot That I could do this for myself And for others Right it, This is like Not not that You know No man's an island it, It's It's that Yes That's the Capricorn message But with this It's My own strength My own courage This is fifth house Where do I express How do I love What do I bring to the table I think a lot of times We can spend Like looking for The right friends Looking for the right Social circles Looking for the right tribe Looking for whatever But whichever one you join or wherever you go right whichever organization you work with whichever colleagues you have at work you bring something to the table and ultimately with the emperor here it's the honing of understanding what do i bring what do i bring to this something that i've recognized about scorpio energy and you may have a scorpio rising you know or sun or, you know you, you might have a uh, my sister's a scorpio moon and she has a cancer rising crisis if you're watching this um there's the understanding that when you have Scorpio energy right you're a natural trigger you're an agitator uh, um Christopher Watecky said to Aquarius that you're the disruptor and that's something I've had to accept but people with Scorpio energy they are agitators they they show people their shadow now you will get some Scorpios who relish that right and I think they, they've missed the point of what they're doing when they do that Is that when you are going forward, understanding, yeah, I'm going to go out of my way to agitate this person. That's not what I think is meant by Scorpio being an agitator. It's the understanding that by me being me, by me loving how I love, by me being honest about myself, I will trigger people. Three of Swords. I will will be that. And it's the acceptance of that rather than making that your life purpose of I'm going to go upset as many people as possible, right? I think that shows an unhealed wound. That sh- whereas when you, you are, the page of wands doing it, so you might have some of this theme if I'm bringing it up. It's the playfulness it's not that serious there's no agenda there with the page of wands it's what is like this is what brings me to life this is who I am this is how I play this is how I do whatever it takes great courage to be that way knowing that it may upset people it may, you know and I think that's the beautiful way to do this so it's the inadvertent villain right it's rather than I'm going to choose to be a villain then there's nothing to avoid because all you pick is what is fun for you and what is play for you and what what you feel is light and wonderful. And you can honestly say that even if it burns someone else. Now, I get it. With the Nine of Wands, though, how you've done this, how you express this energy, even with the Nine of Wands there, there's a fatigue around this. There's, okay, I've done it this way for long enough, Nine of Wands. And the world says... However you've done this energy, whatever it is that's going on in your life right now, good job, great, you've done it for long enough. Where does that come from? I know where the Knight of Wands is here and the world here. Um, That's Saturn in your ninth house. So you've got this thing of whatever, I've I've studied it for long enough or I've explored it in, in that way for long enough. And that's coming to an end now that way of doing things is coming to an end the stories that I've told have come to an end Um, how I've been courageous or the things that I've wanted they've come to an end there is a new path a new way forward now there's no fall here so is there a fall no there isn't so you're not leaping into anything you're not doing anything like that you're very much grounding yourself in the present moment how do you do that with the king of cups this is feeling all of the feelings. Yes, all of them, Cancer. And I know there's a lot of them. I understand that. But one of my own lessons, if you were, uh, the last few years has been to fully embrace my Cancer energy. Still, I'm still doing it and I'll be doing it for the rest of my life. But that's where I had a, a lot of hidden gems. It I it, it feels much easier for me to do Aries energy. It's my fourth house. But Cancer is my eighth. And there's a lot that comes up um, with cancer energy that I know it's a lot right trust me I get it 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 is a lot and it's it's how do you talk about it I know you guys know that how do you I mean the poets have been in that forever that's why you know with Pisces energy which is um ascended water it's associated with poets and poetry and stuff because that's sometimes the only way that we can convey the things that cannot be conveyed in words You've got the King of Cups. This is mastery of your emotions, your power. You've got the Emperor here, right? It comes from your emotions. Now, how do we know that? So that's what you bring. If you're working with other people for of pentacles, if you're trying to build something strong together, that's your power that you bring to the table. You bring that emotional intelligence to the table. So what you're addressing here is with the devil. It's power. Is power dynamics that where do you hold back on that and again remember this is a fifth house Scorpio is a fifth house this is about expression this is not about what other people need to hear it's what you need to say that's very different we can justify things of like oh well you need to hear this or you need to be called out on this right you know that no it's I need to say this for whatever reason for whatever reason it is So with the devil coming up here. Now, here's the other thing. This can very specifically be, I've given a very general energetic reading for this because it's coming through. Let's get mundane for a moment, right? If you've been taking time off work, if you've had time off work, if you're thinking about changing jobs, if you're thinking about your relationships and stuff or how you create or the business idea, this then would be doubts on, Well, it's not financially viable. I don't know if I'd be able to make money out of this or, you know, um, it's this always begins with love, the devil, right? But I love this person too much enough to impose this version of myself on them. Think about that, right? But this is the expression of you. This is the gift of who you are to the world, to your world, no matter what has happened in the past, no matter what could happen in the future. There is nothing to avoid, really. Not, not really, if you're completely honest, because you don't know what you, unless you are planning on repeating the past, right, which I don't know anyone that is, unless you're planning on repeating the past, you don't know what there is to avoid. All you know is, because the, the, remember what I said about the seven, I don't want to, and that ch- changed into the I can't. So what we've got here is for, from this, I want to avoid, we limit our options, we limit what will make us happy. This is the card of addiction, this is the card of temptation and the power that it has over us. Whereas with the chariot coming up here, it's that, and the three of pentacles, this is bringing in a number of different parts of yourself. And when you can have the inner team working together, then you work better with people outside of yourself too because you recognise we're all different. That, you know, I'm the emotional part of this, this, um, this group. But somebody else is the logical part. Somebody else is the physical part. Somebody else is the spiritual part. Because you have all of those parts within yourself. And we're all more comfortable being one version of ourselves than we are being another. There is one part of us, and I say one, it can be more than one. But there are some parts of us that we feel more comfortable with, working with. Um, I would say, I don't know where this comes from, but check your self-node. like See what your self-node is because that will give you an idea of what you're more comfortable with. Being or doing, um seven of swords. So the advice was this: right, it's a it's always a risk, seven of swords. But you can't hide in the shadows. This would be the the pause that comes up here, especially not with strength coming up here. Now here, so seven of swords, and it says when you avoid that, like when you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to risk that, or I don't want to do that. You can also avoid your own happiness. All right, because in the darkness lies not just that which we don't want, also what lies there is our way to have what we want, right? What lies in the darkness aren't just those parts of ourselves that we're ashamed of, but also the power to become all that we are. To be whole, to be integrated, to be a full person. So with this, you know, Ten of Cups coming up with it, it's the happily ever after. It's the vision. It's what fulfills us. What makes us happy. So are we avoiding that too? Then in that sense. So I said to you that the Three of Cups, cha- the where was it? Three of, Three of Cups changes into the Three of Pentacles. The Five of Swords here is the Five of Wands, and the Five of Wands is, well, it's a challenge. Anything that happens is a challenge for, I'm the only thing that will show up. A different version of me will show up, no matter what happens on my path, no matter what happens as I go forward. And with this High Priestess coming up, so think about this. The High Priestess here is coming up with the Four of Swords, which is a pause, I'm not going to overthink it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to let the dust settle. I'm not going to do anything. But here, Five of Wands, High Priestess, it's it's taking action based on that intuition, taking action based on what you know, what you feel, um, your gut feeling. It's But it's seen as a challenge rather than, oh, this is the outcome I'm going for. The Five of Wands is a Leo card. So you've got Leo energy coming up. And that makes sense, right? You've got this um saturn saturn sorry um five of, five of wands is saturn in leo that's what I'm, I'm trying to say three things at once the five of swords is an aquarius card connect to your 11th house right but here with the five of wands that's leo that's integrity and in you have integrity in how you show up in the action that you take from your intuition because it's your intuition you're the one that feels it you're the one that knows it other people may not know it, they may not feel it, right? But that's not that shouldn't dictate how you show up. Um, no matter what's happened in your past. And I know I'm not taking this saying this lightly. With the three of swords here, there is great pain around this. Great pain, great misunderstanding, great kind of like, you know, um this may be a part of yourself that you've never expressed from before in your life. So because the notions coming up from the past that even when I gave a, innocence, right, that even when I inadvertently was doing this, that got kind of slapped down. That was just a part of it. Now I'm so much more, the world, right, I'm so much more than this. Saturn in Leo is a thing. I wonder if someone has, if some of you have Saturn in Leo, Um because this is Saturn and there's Leo coming up here And the five of wands is Saturn and Leo as well And you might want to look it up Like look it up Look up Saturn and Leo And see what it says to you Because think about how I started this Think about how I started this That Leo is the sun, right? And I don't like summer Right, well, I don't like summer But is that because the sun is bad? No, that's my own personal preference the sun is not bad. Do I see the need for the sun? Yes. Trust me, I've seen what my garden did this year and it wasn't that sunny. You know, I loved it that it wasn't that hot, but my garden suffered for it. So, and even with winter, the sun hasn't really gone away. It's not ditched the earth and left. So th- there's something around this of you shining from that part of yourself, which you may have had hidden, which you've not talked about before, right? Right. And that's why we burn away the past, because it's the past, Six of Cups. We make peace. with And I think you've made peace with a lot of this. So I just want to say that because of the Six of Cups here. This is a return to innocence. Six of Cups is sun in Scorpio. This is why so much of the past stuff is coming up, because this is when we make peace with it. I could go on and on, but I'm going to stop right there. There you go, my lovelies. Thank you so much for watching. I'm going to hand you over to me in the outro right now. All right, lovely people, before you head off, I did have an outro for you. If you're watching the video, if you're not listening to this as a podcast, you will see a quote up on the screen right now. It flashed up on the screen before the reading as well. If you were watching, you may have seen it. But what it says is, we've tried everything possible and none of it has worked. Now we must try the impossible. Now, I don't think it's correct to say that none of it has worked, but I'm all there for the impossible part. And part of what I want to say to you for the outro is related to this quote or can be summed up by this quote. But before I do that, let me just take care of the housekeeping stuff that I didn't say in the intro. The last day that you can book a personal reading with me is the 9th of December. My calendar is open until the 19th of January. So I will be doing readings up until the 19th of January but the last day that you can book with me is the 9th of December. Check out the description if you're interested in doing that. I also want to say a massive huge the biggest thank you ever to everyone that has supported me on my journey this far. I've been reflecting a lot on all the support that I've received whether that is that you've just been here, whether you've just been commenting for for years, whether you're a new person and you've messaged me to say, "Hey, you know, I've just found you and how the readings resonate with you or what you're doing with them all of it is support doesn't matter how long you've been here and i appreciate you so much and especially to those of you that have you know i've gone on one hell of a journey especially challenging financial institutions challenging what value means and the value of content and why i create content and those of you that have donated during that time you have Helped me so much with that, and in more ways than I have words to convey. You have helped me to become the person that I am today through your act of support, through you picking up the slack while I explored other things. So, I said this to someone who I support on Patreon. Um, I said this to someone the other day because they were asking us what we wanted, right, as viewers of um, his channel. And I said to him two things. I said, number one the quote that is often attributed to Henry Ford, if I'd asked my customers what they wanted, they would have said faster horses. And the other thing that I said is that I was supporting him so that he could grow as a creator so that he could bring his own creativity and grow in the ways that he needed to as a content creator. And I, and you know, being on the other side of it, I do appreciate so much those of you that have allowed me to do that. So thank you so much. And I hope you will continue to support me as we go forward. Now, back to the quote, to be able to try the impossible, to be able to pull out the versions of ourselves that We've only ever dreamed of being, right? Or of being healed in ways that we've only ever dreamed of healing or loving or being loved, right? It means we dig deep. It means for us to grow those trees, right? Going all Jungian for a moment, for us to grow into those beautiful, strong trees, we must have our roots go much deeper. And Scorpio season, every single year, brings that to the table, encourages us to do that it's a season of transformation and change. And I get it, right? We always want to look at the positive, positive change, positive transformation. And yet we are remiss if we do not look at the relationship that we have with darkness. I've already recorded one talk on this, which I recorded before I started these readings, and it's called Vengeance. Because one of the things that I've noticed is that I can talk in theory around light and dark. I can talk in, and we've looked, we've done the theory. so much of the theory that we've done. And I've talked about this so much because I think it always comes back to me for this. I've said this over the years that we've done the theory, we've done the wax on, wax off. Now it's time to apply what we've learned. And there's cycles within cycles within cycles. We have been doing this up until this point, but we're being called to do it with different parts of ourselves as the quote says, to try the impossible. It can seem like a lot, and you are a lot, right? Let's just be honest. You are a lot. I am a lot. We are nuanced and we are complex beings. But when faced with that kind of complexity, we can end up at one of the extremes, right? Oversimplifying the complexity. So it's just reducing it down to good or bad, right? Right or wrong, to doing it to that or the other end of the spectrum, which is, you know, just as unhelpful, is to be lost in the nuance and complexity. To say that this is situations too complex. I don't know what to do. There's nothing that I can choose. I can't do anything. Sometimes the best that we can do is to be okay with our own reasons for what we do. And for some of us, that seems impossible, right? To be, to just be okay with the fear, to be okay with the hope, to be okay with the uncertainty of what we are doing and how we are showing up and how we feel. And I say, if that is the most impossible thing that you face this season, then you are amazing. That is, you know, a job well done. Anyway, I'm going to be here and I'm going to try to show up in as many ways as possible, sharing how I navigate my own impossibilities, right? And my own uncertainties. I'm going to share them with you. Like I said, I already have done one, which is called Vengeance. In fact, if I miss things out, always check the description. Sometimes I forget and you can remind me in the comments, saying, Jay, you said you were going to post this, you didn't. Um, I'm very appreciative if you remind me, if I say I'm going to link something and I haven't. But more than all of that, When we do a deep dive, you know, it can feel very solo. It is, right? We're going very internal. It's very much within us. I want you to know two things. You're not alone. Yes, whatever's going on inside of you, whatever you find inside of you, whatever darkness you find there, whatever light you find there, right? We all have it. We're all working with the same tools. We may be expressing them in a different way, but we're all working with the same thing. And we are here for each other. Secondly, it is more important than ever for you to realize right now your own power to realize that especially with the north node in Aries like forgetting even Scorpio season your empowerment you have power you will be told again and again there's a scene actually from Buffy I remember it where the council's come and everyone's calm, and all this kind of stuff happens to her and she says she has a realization she says everyone keeps telling her she's going to get squashed like a bug and she is this and she is that and that she needs everyone and she needs the council to give her advice and she needs you know whatever and if, if anyone's wondering when this was it was when she's fighting glory season five i think it is and she's walking around in um jail, in the magic shop and she says what i realized is you guys need me i have the power you need me that that's why you're here telling me that i'm nothing you remember that when you're being told you are part of the problem when you're being told that you are whatever you are whatever you know you're being told that you are the problem for or that you need to be protected and to be looked after and for all of that stuff you remember that you would not be being told that if the opposite were not true i've seen ads coming up on youtube i've seen all this kind of stuff coming up And one of the red flags for me at the moment is, why are you trying so hard to convince me of something? If you can face those things, lovely people, this season, then you have already started on that journey to the impossible. Right, I'm going to wrap this up. This is a little bit longer than I intend. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much. I will speak to you guys next time, but that's all for now. Goodbye.